The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i am talon jenkins joined with our hosts we have ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen after that hell of a football game how the hell are we doing tonight yeah it's been crazy weekend of football um, uh, just amazing games up and down just comebacks left and right so uh hopefully uh, we can get some uh, good hockey games this week too but that's good uh good some good energy off the football games coming into the show yeah, it's been a wild football week. Uh, I'm still living off of the Packers losing. I'm a Bears fan, so I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm still on the high of the Jimmy G's 49ers beating up the Packers in Green Bay. So that that, that still feels good. So, uh, yeah, let's get into some hockey. Tied us over till uh, next week's football. That's it, man. We had, a, we had a fun weekend. Let's follow it up with a fun week here. Uh, before we do get going, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Um, lots of good information there, especially with the NFL uh, playoffs on the way. If you're looking for pick information, uh, college basketball, NBA, all of our hockey picks are up there, too. Man, if you name it, it's got to be there. So go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website as well. Get your ass in the fucking Slack group. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel is an absolute blast. It's been on fire lately, especially the hockey channel. We're always in there. We're chatting it up. We're talking to pals. We're having fun, throwing in picks, talking shit. Ryan's always putting his little fucking player pops or period totals or whatever the hell he's going for. Joey's always in there fucking stirring the pot a little bit. It's a blast, Joe. So if you're not in the Slack group, Join the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel and look for us in the hockey group. Yeah, the Slack Slack group is is a blast. You know, the, the Hockey Gambling Podcast, we're kind of rising up the charts right now. I said it last show, so make sure you get on board. Tell your friends, you know, subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey if you have Apple. Or for Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. Or come to the Slack. We'll point you in the right direction. There's, there's, there's plenty, of, plenty of ways to get there. Leave a five-star rating and review. Help us grow the show here. For sure, for sure. All right, gentlemen, this is a segment I'm actually happy to talk about this week. Because last week, in the past couple of weeks, it hasn't quite been that way. We're going to jump into our uh, our mortal locks from last show. I'll kick it off. I don't mind. Fuck it. Let's give her. Your boy went three for three for the first time in a goddamn long time. I needed a couple wins in my belt, and we ended up getting them. For my lock, I had Nashville Moneyline versus Winnipeg, uh, but paying off minus 140. That hit relatively easily. I was pretty happy. I know last show we discussed uh, Winnipeg's kind of had some struggles, man. Maybe, uh, maybe you know, a show or two down the line, we'll jump into uh, into some of these teams that aren't really panning out too well. But big win for Nashville there. Uh, for my dog, Columbus Moneyline versus Philly, paying off plus 110. The Flyers are just a fucking mess right now. I'm sure Ryan has a lot to say about that. What have they lost, 11 in a row? 
11 now. Yeah, it could be, could be 13 by Tuesday night. Holy shit, that's a tough look. Uh, Columbus was lucky enough to uh, to get the jump on them there. And from a total, I had Boston-Washington over 5.5, minus 120. We dissected that game down to a T last show, and we ended up coming out big with it. So your boy went 3-for-3. Three three. I fucking needed it. I'm pretty fired up right now. With that being said, I'm trying not to let it go to my head, you know. like We still got picks we got to make today. There'd be nothing worse than going three for three and then laying an absolute egg. So hopefully we're good to go. Uh, we're back at it with the no research for this show. So we're riding that out until otherwise. But uh, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, I couldn't imagine going over, you know, uh, a last show. I, I might be the only thing colder in Philadelphia than the Flyers right now. Uh, my my lock was the Golden Knights minus one and a half, minus 150. They had two one goal leads in the game. Montreal tied it up. They outshot the Canadians 53-27, won in overtime. So that was a loss. Yeah, the Kings plus 165 against the Avalanche. They outshot the Avalanche 41-27, but lost 4-1. Then my total, I, I got got a little cheeky there with the first period over two in Florida Edmonton. Uh, Florida scored two in the second, four in the third, but it was a 0-0 first period. So 0-3 on the show again. It's been been a bad streak here for me, but you know, I, I got a, got a different beer here for the show. We're changing things up. We're getting the <laughs> mojo going. I, I'm I'm excited for the show. Yeah, I got back to winning ways myself, three for three, starting with the lock. Uh, the Bruins beat the Capitals. It took a, a late goal to win 4-3, so I was happy I didn't have to sweat overtime there. Uh, my dog, I picked uh, the Panthers in the puck climb, minus one and a half, plus 150. Uh, the, the Oilers actually had a good uh, good start to that game. Uh, they were the better team through the first uh, period and a half or so, but you know, once once the Panthers scored a couple weak goals in Costin, you could tell the team just – Deflated, they fell apart, and uh, the Panthers were the better team after that. Uh, my total was the Stars over three and a half at plus one twenty-five. They were behind in that game, uh, a couple goals to the to the Sabers there, but uh, good old Arendelle showed up and the Stars <laughs> easily cleared that in the third period, scoring five and winning in regulation. So uh, three for three. Nice to nice to get back in the winning winning uh, path here. Here I am thinking I'm making some headway, and this guy goes three for three. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. All right, boys, we'll move down to our NHL news and discussion topics. Not a whole lot happening around the league from a from a gambling point of view. We found a couple things worth noting here. Uh, Joel, you might have a lot to say about this. Colorado's officially won 15 straight games at home. Now, I haven't really watched any of them. I imagine you probably have. You might have some more insight, but this is the team that's uh, something to reckon with this year, right? Eh? Oh, yeah. Uh, best winning percentage in the league. I think we actually have the best points in the league i haven't checked the standings in the last few days but i'm we're we're very up there if not um and yeah absolutely dominant last few games been kind of sloppy a little weak uh we should have blown out the canadians but you know they're fighting hard with half their team out and uh some backup goalies in there but uh yeah good teams get things done even when you don't have uh um, everything firing and you're not getting all the luck. But, uh, yeah, 15 straight at home, that's what you expect from this team. Uh, that's why they were the number one team in the odds to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, they're finally showing it with everybody healthy. Um, they'll be a truck. It'll be hard to knock them off in the playoffs, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, they're on course to win the number one seed in the West, which is crucial because uh, we don't want to go to Vegas uh, four games out of the seven. They've had some close calls recently, too. I mean, the, the Canadians took them to overtime. Wild took them to a shootout. The Coyotes took them to a shootout. Only beat the Kraken by one. It's been, it's been, they've been finding ways to win. It's, it's, it's impressive. Yeah, they've looked pretty good for sure. Can't complain. Uh, moving down here, we talk about this team every week or every show, I feel like. But, uh, boys, the Edmonton Oilers finally got a fucking win. And, of course, none other than the Battle of Alberta rivalries, the Calgary Flames. Good to see the boys in Edmonton finally getting it. Obviously, we've uh, we talked a lot about what's been going on in the media between, you know, players, media members, just the whole vibe down there in, uh, in Edmonton. It's good to see them come up with two points. Obviously, you know, Battle of Alberta is a pretty prevalent thing to the folks in Edmonton. Is this uh, the beginning of a little bit of change of pace for uh, for the folks down there, or or fuck no, not a chance? I mean, it, it could be. You see, once a team gets one win, gets some confidence there, they could get rolling. Especially a guy like Leon Drysaddle scored a pretty good, pretty nice goal with about five minutes left to put him ahead out of the empty netter in the final second, just to put the cherry on top there, get the get the puck line for those who took it. But so, yeah, this is a team where. They, they could get some confidence and get rolling. They have if Drysaddle gets, gets going, if McDavid gets going. But it, it's still 
like Joel mentioned, Koskinen can give up goals left and right. It's up to what they're going to have in net and what they're going to have on defense. So it's going to be a team effort for them, but confidence is never a bad thing. Yeah, I bet the Oilers in that game, I figured they would get up for uh, the Flames, even uh, given their late losing streak. It's nothing like a rival you hate to muster up the energy required to win and uh, prove the haters wrong. Uh, what I really liked in that game was actually Koskinen played pretty well. Uh, the, the Flames outshot the Oilers there, and he made some crucial saves uh, towards the end to preserve uh, a tie game and then a lead. So, uh, yeah, that that's positive for them. Hopefully they can keep it up against teams that aren't in their province. <laughs> yeah, it might be, a, might be a little limited if you're only playing well against fucking Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, moving down to our last little piece here. This kind of just came out. It looks like, as if it couldn't get any fucking worse in Montreal, it looks like uh, backup, but kind of starting goalie because Carey Price has been injured. Uh, Montreal backup goalie Jake Allen is expected to miss eight weeks with a lower body injury. Boys, who the fuck is going to play in net for Montreal? I mean, Caden Primo played pretty well against uh, against Colorado. I mean, he's still pretty young if they want to kind of throw him in there. Montembeau's been been not horrible for them so it's going to be going to be tough sledding for them as, as it's been all season but it's they have to find who their next goal is going to be uh probably not going to be price going to be there for too long jake allen's getting up there so maybe throw primo in there give him the net for a bit see how he does but throwing throwing a kid like that out there behind such a team bad team in front of him can't be a good recipe so it's re- really tough up there in montreal right now yeah we often find these younger secondary goalies play well when they first come up they want to prove something, but uh, as the games get longer and deeper in the season, they tend to fade away. So uh, that's not going to be good for the Canadians. But in the end, it, it probably will be good because they're going to be a lottery team, and the, uh, the better chances they have of getting um, it was a Shane Wright, it's the number one pick. That's uh, ultimately a good thing for them because they're not making the playoffs. So uh, yeah, you know, just beat the Leafs and lose the rest of the games. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Before you said that, I was going to say I agree with almost everything you guys said with there. Uh, <laughs> it's good to see Keith or uh, sorry, fucking Primo playing a little bit, but you don't want to see the kid come up and just get shelled playing behind a fucking absolutely trash team. Right. But maybe in the long run, it is what's best for the organize or the franchise as a whole. Right. If they can, you know, finish towards the bottom, which they're expected to do, secure a top one, top three pick. Obviously, you prefer the first pick to get Shane Wright. But even when it's supposed to be a deep draft. So one, two, three. Either way, you should be happy. So maybe it's a bit of a blessing in disguise for the folks in Montreal here. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses, including bet $5 to win $400 in free bets. Also, be sure to check out all of WinBet's build-your-own-bet boosted same-game parlays heading into the NFL Divisional Round weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. There's great promos, odds, and payouts are all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Support for the Hockey Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently lost the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with its exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. You know, we, we always ha- have trouble trimming down there. It's always kind of... Kind of iffy, maybe get some uh, get some scratches or cuts, but you're not gonna get that with Manscaped. The performance package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game changer! Inside the package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. 
Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. If you thought that was good, but you want to take your grooming game to even further to the next level, the Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gift boxes to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed, tra- the shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code SGP. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are in full swing, and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50 49ers Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value. There's a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale. They have a loyalty rewards program that, re- that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And there's a first deposit, deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. So what are you waiting for? Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, gentlemen, we got a seven-game slate here on Monday. It looks like Monday, January the 24th. Uh, seven nice games. You boys are ready to jump into it or what? Yeah, that's good. Let's do it. All right, we'll fucking get her going here. We got, starting off the 7 p.m. docket, we got the Los Angeles Kings against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, looks like L.A. money line pays off plus 140. New York money line, minus 165. Uh, New York on the puck line is sitting at plus 170. Over under set at 5.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under paying off minus 105. Uh, I'll start us off here, boys. I'm leaning towards the under on this game, under a 5.5. I believe it's paying off, uh, what did I say there, minus 105. We, this is low-key potential to maybe be a goalie game. I don't know if Cal Peterson or Jonathan Quick is expected to get the start. Either way, Jonathan Quick has had a bit of a resurgence this year, you know, to his younger days. Obviously, he'll never be the same as he was. He's looked pretty good. But more so, when you look at uh, goals allowed standings here, New York is currently in second in the league for goals allowed with a 2.55 per game averaging. And Los Angeles is 10th, averaging 2.73. So potential undergain, 5.5 I don't love. I wish it was 6, but uh, I'll lay uh, the minus 105 at the under. Yeah, under's not really a bad look here. I don't hate that. It, it, it should be quick because uh, Peterson started against the Devils on Sunday. Kings won that one 3-2. It, it was a real sweat, though. I thought definitely thought the Devils were going to come back and tie it. So they had a good push there. So it's going to be quick, and it should be Shostakin for, for the Rangers. If not, it'll be Gorgiev, who... Has bad numbers overall this season, but I realized today he's been really good at home. At home, he is 3-1-1 with a 2-1-5 goals against and a 9-2-3 save percentage. On the road, he has a 3-3-8 goals against and an 8-9-1 save percentage. So the Rangers may look to get Gorgiev here at home against the, against the tired Kings team. I do like the Rangers here as well. That They came out slow against the Coyotes and put up maybe seven on answer. I think they went down 2-0 or 3-0 to beat them 7-3. Uh, their only loss in the past five, past five games, yeah, was to the Hurricanes, which is always tough. They're going to be a team that, that relies on their goalie. They're getting out shot. Their expected goals aren't great. But the Kings, uh, tired, second half of back-to-back, even even without the travel because it's just gone up to MSG from Newark. I, I like the under here in a goalie game, and I, I like the Rangers as well. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you guys, especially with the under. Uh, it will be quick in net. And like this, and like you said, uh, we got two good goalies and teams that play slow, want to neutralize the other's offense, and uh, Rangers' power play has been a, a little lackluster of late. Uh, 
not counting the Coyotes game because the Coyotes don't really matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> I don't see a lot of goals being scored here on special teams or on five or five. So, yeah, I, I like the under better than the Rangers money line, but uh, I probably will end up playing both because uh, the Kings are on a back to back. And uh, even though it's not a far way to go from New Jersey to New York, it's still uh, they, they expended some energy today against the Devils uh, having to come from behind there to win that game. Um, so might be a little bit of a, a tough ask for them to, to beat a good Rangers team. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again here. We got the Dallas Stars against the 11-game losing streak. Philadelphia fucking Flyers. <laughs> game itself is in Philly. Dallas on the money line is paying off minus 145. Philadelphia money line plus 125. The over-under is set at 6. Uh, over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Ryan, give us some good news, bud. What do you got here for your Flyers? I don't fucking know what to make of this team. There, there's no effort. There's no desperation. They've lost 11 games in a row. They lost 10 games in a row before that. I think it's 22 of 27 games losses, something like that. There's just they have injuries up and down. Couture is out. Wade Allison just came back for a game. He's out again. Farabee's out. Hayes is out. Ellis may not play again this season. Who the fuck knows? But then it's gonna, it's Dallas on the road. They're not great on the road. Um, they did just win two road games uh, back-to-back days, 5-4 in Buffalo and Detroit. I would say the Flyers are probably on the same level as them, if not worse right now. Dallas outshot both of those teams. The Flyers kind of completely were a no-show against Buffalo on Saturday. So I would have to lean here, Dallas, minus 145. Um, it's Carter Harden that he's, you can never really bet count on an over with him there, but given the Stars' last two games, 5-4 in each of them, I, I'm kind of leaning there, and it was 5-3 before that for them. So I'm leaning to the over, but real no strong play here besides the Stars. Uh, yeah, I, I love the Stars here. Uh, they lost to the Habs. They lost a few games before that on the road, but that that Habs lost is a, was a really big wake-up call for them, and they've been getting it very unlucky the last few games. They should have been winning these games by more than a goal, more than in uh, overtime like what happened against the Red Wings, and they had to come from behind against the Sabres. Uh, they should be winning these games more clearly. And now they got Jason Robertson back. He's a big part of their offense. Uh, and the Flyers, they just suck. So minus 145 here, I think, is a steal on the Stars, <laughs> even though they, they don't have a good road record. But, hey, it's Philadelphia. They're still losing more than half the games they have. Uh, what, six and... About six and fourteen, if my math's right there. Six and thirteen, that's not a good record, even at home. So it doesn't matter if it's Hart, Martin Jones. Uh, stars are going to get it done here. Uh, their power play is one of the best in the league still, and the Flyers—they're uh, awful on the penalty kill, like in every other area of the ice. <laughs> so yeah, Stars all the way here for me. All right, you hit the nail on the head, man. How do you not love Dallas in this game? Minus 145. That might even fucking move up uh, as we get closer towards the game and make it bet up a little bit. Um, also, bong, bong. Do you hear that? That's, <laughs> That's sound. not the goalie game. That's not the goalie game. That's the sound of the fucking Undertaker, baby. I'm going <laughs> back on the under here at six. These teams fucking suck. Dallas is shit on the road, 6-12-1. Philly has lost 11 games straight. This is going to be one of the most boring games of the whole fucking month. I, I see a fucking 1-2-1 or two one game, 1-0 one game, 3-1. This is going to be a stinker. Bwong. It's a fucking under game, boys. Give me the under 6 of minus 120. Lock it in. Two things to add here. I just want a uh, shameless plug here for my fantasy hockey article on sportsgamblingpodcast.com on on Sunday. I mentioned that Tyler Sagan is heating up for the Stars. Past three games, three game three game point streak. He has uh, six points, three goals, three assists, sixteen shots there. So he's heating up for Dallas. Could could see them going on. And you know, you got the Dallas Stars here. Where where are Stars? They're in the sky. Oh, you got the Philadelphia oh. Flyers. Where do you fly? They're in the sky. <laughs> that that's that's over us. Give me the fucking over here. Let's do it. This fucking guy. We got a fucking universe bet against The Undertaker, bud. We're, you and I will talk after. We'll see if we can put a bit of extra juice on this between the two of us. 
All right. <laughs> All right. Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Vegas on the money line is paying off plus 105. Washington looks like that at minus 125. Over under set at six. Over paying off uh, minus 115. The under minus 105. Joel, what do you got for us, bud? Uh, a lot depends here on whether Carlson's back for the Capitals. Uh, they're not playing well without him at all. Um, they struggled to beat Ottawa the other night. They had to come back thanks to Ovechkin. Uh, but he's carrying that team right now. And of course, Oshie's still out. Uh, we got Jensen out now. Uh, he might be back, though. We'll see. But uh, as of now, and yeah, Majorlov, he's still suspended. So the Capitals are banged up. But you know what? The, the Golden Knights are as well. Uh, Patrick's still out. They uh, can't score a lot of goals without them. And Mark Stone might still be on the cover list as well. But that said, uh, I like the depth of the Golden Knights better. Um, even with Martinez on the injured list as well, the defense has an edge if Carlson and Jensen and Orloff are all out. Uh, I like the Knights here. Uh, it's going to be a high-scoring game here as well. You know, the Knights are bad at defending, but they're they're great at creating chances to score. And uh, Leonard's not playing too, too well. Almost at three goals against a game. And uh, Samsonov, is uh, he's all right, too. But he's no expert. So I like over in this game. But I like the Knights as a dog, given the, the better depth there. And uh, first game in the road, they want to come out for it. And the Capitals, they've been, they've been struggling lately. Uh, a lot of close games. So if you're going to be the plus money, I will take the dog here with the Knights. I'm with you there on the over. I feel like we got Vegas has been the high scoring team recently, three straight overs. Washington has three or three or four straight over six. So I like the over there, but I, I am leaning to Washington here at home. Uh, Orlov will be back Monday. I believe it says it's eligible from suspension. Jensen's questionable. Carlson's been on the COVID list for a week now since last Sunday, the 16th. So hopefully he'll be back. If those guys are back, I feel like the line will move in their favor a lot. And like you said, the the Golden Knights are still without Pacioretty. Stone was added to the list Thursday, so I think he'll be be ineligible. White Cloud's questionable. Alec Martinez is out. Nick Hags Hags out. So over here is is my best play. But I'm also leaning to Washington. They've been alternating wins and losses their their past five games, but now they finally have back to back home games. They they struggled to get that win against Ottawa, but I feel like they'll. Get it against Vegas, even though I, I do kind of hate betting against my, my Golden Knights, but I do like the Capitals and the over here. Well, Ryan might not like betting against them, but I'll bet against those fake-ass fucking Golden Knights any goddamn day of the week. They're playing a Washington team that's 12-5-5 and at home. Washington on the money line is paying off minus 125. Keep in mind, too, Vegas is on the first night of a back-to-back. Who do they have on Tuesday? The Carolina Hurricanes. So they're going to be having a fucking battle ahead of them. Maybe even though Washington's not a team that you would look past, I feel like maybe they're looking past just slightly, right? When you know you got Carolina right answering that door as well the next night, I'm liking Washington on the money line here at home. This is also uh, the Golden Knights' first road game of 2022. They had eight straight home games, so long Shit. homestand, first game on the road, could be something to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happens when you're fake and you suck, I guess. But... <laughs> um, Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Anaheim Ducks against the Boston Bruins. Gains itself is in Boston. Anaheim on the money line, paying off plus 220. Boston on the money line, minus 280. Big favorites. Uh, Boston on the puck line, paying off minus 110. The over-under set at 6. Over paying off plus 105. The under, minus 125. Boys, this kills me to say it. I don't want it. I like the Ducks. I've liked the Ducks all year long. I do not like the Ducks in this game. I don't like them so much that I'm even going to take Boston on the puck line, paying off minus 110, especially at home. And keep in mind, eight of the 10 last losses for Anaheim have been by two or more goals. So I love Boston on the puck line here. I hate the Bruins. I love the Ducks as teams. But give me the Bruins puck line, paying off minus 110. Yeah, we all love the Ducks here. If you're in the Slack channel, you saw my nice new uh, Mighty Ducks snapback I got. But I'm right there with you you on the Bruins. I I had written down Bruins in regulation, but that stat about the uh, Ducks last losses being by two or more goals kind of might, 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 might sprinkle something on the puck line there. Um, also, watch out for Boston shots on goal props. They average 36 shots a game. The Ducks give up nearly 33 shots a game. Uh, Bruins are hot right now, too. They, they've won seven of eight games. Their only loss was that big blowout loss against Carolina. Um, Marshan looked like he'd missed time. He couldn't even raise his arms to celebrate a goal, but he, he was right back out there. 
Uh, I'm also looking at the first period over one and a half at minus 120. It's hit in nine out of the past 10 Bruins games. They've outscored teams 16 to 13 in those 10 games. So could see could see a, a 1-1, maybe a 2-0 Boston in the first period. Plus, we look at Boston uh, minus 0.5 at plus 120 in the first period as well. Yeah, here's where I agree with Talon. Uh, I love Boston's spot. Puck line, I love it. Uh, Boston home, you know, they're they're pretty damn good there. Uh, even the games they lose, they're always close games. And oftentimes they're the better team, even when they lose those games. Uh, we likely get Allmark. He's been playing a lot better since Rask got back, actually. Uh, he had a sloppy start to the season, but he, he's been he's been going pretty well the last few weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. If, uh, the, the Ducks... John Gibson, he he keeps them in games a lot of the time, but they're still not a good defensive team. They they're bottom ten in expected goals against. So I'm gonna take the uh, Boston team total over three and a half here, minus one fifteen, because uh, yeah, they can score. They've been scoring at will lately. Um, yeah, Boston every way, but I, I'm gonna go with that one there, just given their proficiency on offense and uh, my need uh, to pick a total for our slate here today. <laughs> Have you heard about Price Picks? Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Price Picks has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator, and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections to win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. They allow mixed sport entries as well, so you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use the the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100, or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adapter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. All right. Moving down to the 8 p.m. slot. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, Montreal on the money line is paying off plus 260. Minnesota money line minus 340. Holy shit. Minnesota on the puck line paying off minus 135. Over under set at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Ryan, what are you thinking here, bud? Yeah, we have one of the uh, best home teams in the league at the the Wild, 13-3-1 against one of the worst road teams. The Canadians are 3-15-6. Wild had a crazy comeback win against the uh, Blackhawks on Saturday. It was some stat they have. When they pulled their goalie, I think they've scored on like 20 or 12 out of like 16 chances or something like that. It's crazy with the goalie pulled. And like I said, they're even better at home. At home, they're averaging 4.29 goals a game, allowing three. On the road, the the, uh, Canadians are averaging 2.25 and giving up 3.96. So I I like the the Wild here on the puck line. They've won five of the last six games. Uh, A few of those by two goals. They beat Blackhawks 5-1, beat the Ducks 7-3. And the Canadians, they're just a bad hockey team. They, they forced overtime the past two times out, but they gave up a combined 99 shots in those two games. Gave up 51 in their in their win against the Stars before that. They're just giving up shots and shots. And they have, they have a ton of injuries, too. We talked about their goalie situation. So they're going to have Montembeau. He's he's questionable. They could have Primo go again. You never know what they're going to do. So Wild here, a huge favorite on the money line. You can't lay that. Puck line minus 135, I feel like, is probably the play here. Also have the uh, first period over one and a half. It's hit in 13 of 17 of the Wilds home games this season. And they've outscored teams 15 to 12 in their past 10 first periods. Yeah, you can only look the the wild way in this one. The, the Canadians have been playing decent. 
relative to what we expect, what the bookmakers expect or the odds makers expect. Uh, the Avs, I think, were up to minus 800 the other day. And uh, they still force it to overtime. So credit to them, I guess. But uh, a lot of the time, this this they, they can't keep this up. Uh, eventually, that 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 regression is going to hit them, and they're going to get pummeled because uh, they are giving up a lot of chances. Their goalies just doing everything they can to keep them in games, and they're they're exerting a lot of effort, and that that tends to wear on you. They can't they can't maintain that level of uh, exertion on an entire road trip. So one of these games, they're just going to get pummeled. So I think the the wild here could be where they get destroyed. So yeah, wild puck line minus one and a half. It's fairly cheap still. I like that. Uh, yeah. The wild are healthy. Now they got uh, Jared Spurgeon back. It's just uh, Jonas Brodeen who's still out on defense. So yeah, they've been healthier or they're healthier now than they were in a while. So uh, look for the wild to get a little better than they have in the last few weeks. They can get, to a good start here against the Canadians. Uh, yeah, go chalk here. Wild all, all the way. 100%. Minnesota's going to go in there and beat the absolute fucking wheels off. Let Habitat do Montreal. Um, but what I really like in this play, though, guys, is probably the Minnesota team total. Uh, uh, Creighton Primo is the goalie. You know, great kid, great guy. I imagine. I've never met him. He's got to be a good guy. No, probably a good guy. Uh, playing for a shit team. Give me a Minnesota team total here. Minnesota is currently third in a uh, goal scored in the entire league, sitting at averaging 3.7. Montreal's uh, 30th in goals against, averaging 3.65 goals against. Uh, I see Kaprizov just licking his chops. They're at home. Minnesota is a fucking good home team. They're a great team all around. They're just going to, and like Joel said, pretty healthy now with Derek Spurgeon coming back. They're just going to beat the fucking tires off this squad. Whatever the team total is, it's probably sitting at 3.5, you know, maybe hovering around there somewhere. I see them just blowing that door down. Uh, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot, we got the St. Louis Blues against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Looks like St. Louis on the money line is paying off plus 110. Ooh, a dog. Calgary money line minus 130, over under, set at 5.5, over paying off minus 120, the under plus 100. Now, the Blues are on a back to back here, uh, but what do I always say, man? Good teams have to prove that they can win on a back-to-back. It's just what they do. They want to succeed, and St. Louis is a pretty good team this year, dude. Uh, Vinny Husso started tonight. It looks like that game is in the first period here. It's still a 0-0 game against Vancouver. But it does mean... Did they just get one? Yep, 5-3. Well, that's okay. I love it even more because St. Louis is going to be biting the fucking chomps to come in here and kick Calgary's ass. Jordan Bennington's supposed to get the start, I believe, on the... uh, in the St. Louis Calgary game here, give me the Blues as a dog on the road plus one ten. Yeah, it's rare you're going to see the see the Blues as dogs here. I mean, they're they're Calgary's not not playing that way. These are, both teams are kind of hovering around five hundred. Calgary's at home, but they're five four and four at home. That's five and eight. That's under five hundred. St. Louis eight seven and three away. So that's really hasn't been too much. A little bit under five hundred, but hasn't been too much of an issue for them. Uh, it is a back to back. They're two one and one on no days rest this season. Calgary on one day rest after a loss is four four and three, so, so that's not great. The, I thought they played well against Edmonton, like Joel said. Koskinen made some big saves there to kind of keep the Oilers in it, keep to keep it a tie game. But the Blues that they've won five of the past six, they're they're currently playing in Vancouver, especially if they lose this one. They've come out hungry. The uh, Bennington in that he can kind of get kind of pissy there. So Blues is dogs here. I feel like is the play. Yeah, I don't have a strong feel on the side here. I would lean to Calgary, uh, even with Bennington in that there. Uh, the Blues are just not a good road team. If they lose today against the Canucks, very beat-up Canucks team with all their COVID issues, then uh, maybe they'll be uh, a little more fired up to win this game. But uh, it's hard to pick a side here. I, th- I think that Calgary will also be very pissed off where they lost the game to the Oilers. Um yeah, it, it, it's hard to pick a side here. I might lean to the the under here. Maybe the the Blues are a little little tired coming from Vancouver to Calgary. It's not the closest road trip. Uh, of course, we got Bington in that though. He hasn't been great this year either. Over three goals against a game. So, uh, frick, I'm out the passes from boys. <laughs> like, what's a fucking show, eh? That's what the <laughs> listeners love to hear. I'm, I'm gonna pass here. Pass. <laughs> Hey, you well, want me to just wing it and give you a shitty pick, or you want me to yeah. give it an honest truth? I'm not going <laughs> to bet this fucking game. 
Well, I got an update here. I totally just hammered St. Louis live bet money line paying off plus 110 here. I'm loving them coming back here against Vancouver. They're getting outshot 21-9. Did, did you notice that? I did not. I just hammered it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no research so talent. Just going off. 100%. They'll sneak it out. I ain't scared. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving down again to the 9 p.m. slot. The last game we have on the Monday nighter. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Colorado's at home looking for their 16th straight home win. Chicago on the money line is paying off plus 238. Colorado money line minus 300. Colorado on the puck line minus 125. Over under set at six, overpaying minus 120, the under plus 100. Joel, what do you got for us, bud? Well, we know the Avs are uh, they're scoring goals at will. They can score whenever they want, but uh, a lot of the, there's a lot of noise in those numbers. Uh, the expected goals are actually only in around the 10 to 12 range, even though the number one in the league in terms of offense at 4.2 goals a game. That's got to regress a bit. Especially against Marc-Andre Fleury, who's kind of had the Avs number uh, whenever he's played them. He always seems to put up his best effort against the Avalanche. I have no idea why. Who cares about Colorado? Um, but, uh, yeah, and Kemper's been playing well, too, lately. Uh, I know I shit on him a lot during the first 25-odd games, but uh, he's he's been much better lately. Um, now that Francis is in that, maybe he feels a little bit of competition. He's got to up his game a little bit, or maybe it's just the system. He's familiarizing himself with it, and uh, that's important going into the postseason because the Avs can't win with a shitty goaltender. So that that that's that's good for us. But uh, as for this game, I I like the under here actually. Uh, assuming a flurry could keep the the Blackhawks in it, and Kemper only gives up maybe a goal, two at most, and I think we can get out of here at a, a three-two Avs win. Uh, maintain the streak and get us the under six. Yeah, the under is probably not bad there, especially you might see it get up to six and a half because the under over six is paying minus one twenty right now. Especially with Flurry, Flurry's always can always throw a wrench into things if, if you think you're gonna bet against them. Uh, Colorado minus three hundred on the money line. They've played a lot of close games recently. Like I said, they barely beat the Canadians. They beat the Wild in the shootout. Arizona took them to a shootout. They've been huge favorites in most of their most of their recent games. They're a huge favorite again tonight, again tomorrow on Monday night. Uh, maybe look at a at a Chicago like plus two and a half under six and a half parlay. That could be something to look at. Something I, I like to do sometimes. So yeah, check out the Slack to see what I got there. But I have to go with Joel with the under. The Avs have had three straight unders. They pushed on a seven before that. Blackhawks or hopefully try to slow it down. Could could see two uh two goalies going at it here. I'm going to go the opposite with you guys. Every time I've watched uh, Marc-Andre Fleury this year, he's just been getting his fucking lamp lit. Uh, obviously, Darcy Kemper has been playing a lot better as of late compared to when he started in the year. But, you know, maybe there's still some uh, some room for error there, uh, especially with guys like Debrinkat just coming in. That guy's on fire. Um, he's had some pretty good stats this year so far. I'm going to take the over here, over 6 at minus 120. If it moves up to 6.5, I mean, I guess I'll still take it because either way, you'd need seven goals to hit, right? But... Yeah, I uh, I like it, man. Give me the over, minus 120, just because. And I love Marc-Andre Fleury, but I've seen him just shit the bed too much this year, especially against a strong Colorado team. Uh, on a side note, I would like to note that St. Louis just scored and tied it up, 1-1. Uh, Justin Falk, so you guys can suck a hairy butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the blues tonight. I, lo- I love it. Okay, love beautiful. Beautiful. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io, that's SoBet.io today, to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store.
The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. And don't forget, make sure you head over to prizepicks.com and get signed up today to get that 100% deposit bonus using promo code SGP. <laughs> All right, boys, that uh, that covers our Monday slate. We got a we got an eight game slate on Tuesday here. Unfortunately, at the time of recording this podcast, the Lions aren't out, but uh, we'll do what we always do: run through them and uh, see if there's anything that we're going to be looking out for. You guys, ready to go? Yeah. Right on. We'll start things off. Looks like the first game is the 7 p.m. slate. We had the Buffalo Sabers against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. I don't know. This is a shit <laughs> fucking game. What I've noticed lately with shit games is that the overs tend to hit. Um, what was it yesterday? I think it was a, I think it was Buffalo Philly. Wasn't there like four, six goals after the first period? Yep. Yeah. It so was, yes. No, there were like six. Yeah, six. exactly. It was, it was six four goals. Two, yeah. Exactly. So fuck it. Two shit teams going at it. Give me the over. Yeah, I'm having flashbacks here of my Senators lock the other show. It's Buffalo beat them then. This is really a barn burner to kind of kick off the slate here. Buffalo has a ton of injuries here on the list. Ottawa is healthier. Ottawa has more talent. I mean, they have Dave Kachuk. They have uh, Stutzel. They have, they have Josh Norris. They have, unfortunately, Connor Brown is out, as we discussed at the previous show. But, uh, yeah, complete toss-up here. For goals, go for the over. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing more to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm not paying attention to these teams, really. I like to pick the Senators when nobody else wants them. But uh, against the Sabres, they're going to be a favorite again. So, well, actually, they're on a back-to-back, so maybe not. But uh, they're at home. I guess the line is it's, uh, what? It's not a back-to-back for them. They they, they, they won Sunday. Now. Oh, this yeah. Tuesday. We're talking about yeah. Tuesday now. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm confused. Uh, yeah, and they will be a favorite for sure. <laughs> uh didn't they play each other last week? Pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I had the Senators as my lock, Joel. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I, I, I was paying attention to the Canucks game, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the Senators' revenge? I don't know. It's Tuesday. I, I, I really don't uh, have a strong feel in this one. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm passing on Monday games, I'm definitely passing on this game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you one a day, okay? That's your one. That's what you get. <laughs> All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Arizona Coyotes, the fucking Desert Dogs against uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Games itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to beat the absolute wheels on these guys. Uh, give me the puck line, team total, maybe regulation if it's worth paying out, especially coming off that big comeback win that they had today. So uh, give me the Penguins. Yeah, big win for them on Sunday against Winnipeg. Won in a shootout. That was a fucking wild overtime there. Chances on both sides. Pittsburgh really hot, five wins in a row. They've been one of the best teams since the break. Arizona uh, lost four nothing against the Islanders, seven to three after getting the lead against the Rangers. We'll see Pittsburgh here, probably minus like three hundred, close to that. But take them on the puck line. Most of their wins recently have been by two goals. Beat Columbus five two, beat Ottawa six four, beat Vegas five three. So, yeah, Penguins puck line here. Penguins have been getting up to some slow starts. We saw it again today against the Jets. Sunday, uh, they're losing 2-0. Then they scored a couple quick ones in the third. And uh, it's been happening a few times. They also did the same thing to the Knights recently. Uh, so, you know what? Maybe take uh, early Coyotes action. Maybe pick them to uh, win the first period or on the puck line, plus 0.5. Uh, alternatively, you could just skip the game and maybe if the Coyotes score, then you take the Penguins. Uh, <laughs> that's the way I'm looking right now. Otherwise, just... Penguins in a in another parlay, maybe with the Abs on Monday, something I might look at. Uh, yeah, this is uh, you can only look at the Penguins here. I know the Coyotes have been a bit better lately, a little more pesky, but uh, Penguins are just a dominant force right now, so I don't really want to go against that. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Dallas Stars against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Dallas on the second night of a back-to-back here. Buck could go either way, man. If if New Jersey's the dog, which they might be, and it wouldn't be big, right? Maybe like plus 110, plus 115. I don't mind taking a chance on New Jersey on home in this game. Yeah, I didn't hate the Devils as a home underdog against Carolina on Saturday. Unfortunately, that line moved too much with the Hurricanes goalie announcement. They beat them 7-4. Uh, they'll probably be slight dogs against Dallas, depending on what happens in Philly Monday night, but yeah, you could see the Devils here. Take advantage of the Stars on a back-to-back. Get them as a good home dog there. No, they'll be bigger dogs. The Devils, they're not good. 
the stars they do tend to beat up bad teams except for the damn canadians i'm still pissed about that last week uh yeah they got two good goalies uh, so it won't really matter who starts on monday Tolpe or uh, ottinger so i like the stars here again uh, once once they get one win they tend to go on a roll but once they get one loss they tend to go on a, a slide so uh they're they're a very streaky team and now they got robertson back i think that the they can light up the lamp there uh, the devils are a very bad defensive team not good goaltending at all so maybe an overs in play here but uh stars for sure even even on a back-to-back you might be able to get a little bit of a number closer to the face-off but yeah i'm only looking dallas this way right now all right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Vegas is on the second night of a back-to-back here. If that doesn't scream take Carolina, you know, regulation or maybe even puck line, that's probably what I'll be looking forward to. Uh, keep in mind, last time these teams did meet was on November 16th. Uh, Carolina won 4-2, and I'm not sure if that was on a back-to-back or not. So I love that puck line even more. Yeah, it was, there was 4-2 in vegas that was not a back-to-back vegas had two days off before that actually so yeah carolina is going to be uh kind of pissed off after they lost in new jersey on saturday they're going to have two days off yeah carolina not sure what the line's going to be here but I'll, I'll definitely be taking them against against vegas i guess it depends on what happens with vegas on monday but i'll still be all over carolina they're one of my one of my favorite teams to bet as we've as we all know yeah, they tend to lose a game or two, then they win like four or five in a row. So we're still on that streak there. Plus, uh, oh, I love the over in this spot. I think it's going to be a high line, maybe six and a half, but I'm going to bet the over in this one, um, especially if Leonard gets to start on Monday. Oh, yeah, I, I love it already. Uh, the Hurricanes, <laughs> oh, they're scoring four, five, six, seven goals a game, and they're letting up a bunch too. And especially, yeah, they get slow starts too, so... Yeah, you like them coming behind. The Knights might get a couple, and then the Hurricanes pound five in. Uh, yeah, over over six and a half here would be my strongest play for Tuesday. But he's over here just fucking making love to his pick, eh? Holy <laughs> shit, Joel. <laughs> hey, Fuck. get mad at me if I pass. You get mad at me if I have a strong feel for something. Give me a break here. <laughs> Guy can't win, eh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving down uh, to the 7.30 p.m. slot. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the New York Islanders. Game itself is on the island. Uh, Ryan, what do you think is going to happen to Philly here? You know, we're, we don't just give out betting advice here. We give out, have a, out some life advice as well. You know, if <laughs> any of our listeners out there are suffering from insomnia or kind of having trouble sleeping, record <laughs> this game, put it on when, at your bedtime. You'll fall asleep before the first period's over. This is going to be a sleepy game here. Flyers on a back-to-back. It's going to be Martin Jones. Uh, they played last week twice. Islanders won both times, 4-1 and then 4-3 in kind of kind of a weird game. So I like the under here a lot. Uh, Flyers have gone under in five of their past seven games. Islanders have gone under in two straight and uh, seven of the past eight. It's going to be a low-scoring game here unless the Flyers defense fucks that up, which is always possible. But yeah, Islanders would be favorites at home. Probably go Islanders and the under. The Flyers could be playing my sister's peewee team with Martin Jones in that. I'll still not take the under. Come on, man. Martin Jones and under, these things do not go together. Even against the Islanders, uh, even the Islanders can score four or five on him. Uh, yeah, he's one of the worst goalies in the league. I still do not know how he has a contract in the NHL. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all over the Islanders, too. Uh, they're fighting for their playoff lives. They actually have a decent. Uh, winning percentage despite their low rankings given their games in hand so they're still in the mix i expect them to keep it going here with the flyers in the back-to-back and they're going to be beat up against the stars so look for the flyers losing record to get to what would it be two more losses ryan what would it be yeah 13 11 plus two we got 13 thank you thank you 13 <laughs> in a row for the flyers <laughs> <laughs> fucking tough look eh uh I'm with you, man. And we talked about this earlier. New York started off pretty shitty at home in that new arena. The was it UBS, USB arena, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, they were like, what, like 05 and something at one point, hadn't won a game. They've now 7 7 and 3. They're starting to work their way back up a little bit. Uh, just got pumped at home by the Leafs, may I add, but that's always fun. Um, yeah, man, I'm looking for the Islanders to win this, but I don't hate the under. 
I know uh, I know Jolie just ripped apart Martin Jones 100%. I've had a little bit of luck betting unders when he's played this year, man. Not too many times, but the one or two times I've done it, I think it's hit for me both times. So uh, I'll ride with Magic Hands Marty on the under. Uh, Philly's still going to lose this fucking game, though. They only got three on 30 shots against Jones last week, so might not put up too many. I'll tell you what, if Philadelphia wins this fucking game, I'll, you know, those like player t-shirts that you can buy with like the fucking name on the back and shit. I'll buy mm-hmm. a Philadelphia Flyers Martin Jones player t-shirt. If they make them, they probably don't. But if they do make them, <laughs> I will order it from Philadelphia to Toronto, Canada. And I don't know, maybe I'll right. fucking walk to the CN Tower and freeze my ass off and take a picture of it or some shit. Who knows? <laughs> Martin Jones isn't that bad. <laughs> Uh, you did not watch the San Jose Sharks. I was going to say, years. ask a fan of San Jose what they think. That's how you otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I've stayed up a lot of late nights watching the Sharks, Martin Jones. Oh, those are fun games. <laughs> All, right. All right. Moving down to the 8 p.m. slide here. We got the Florida Panthers against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Fuck, it's going to be cold in Winnipeg. Dude, it's like minus like 18 in Toronto right now. I can't even imagine what the fuck it is in Winnipeg. That's crazy. Uh, for that reason alone, the only thing that's going to be colder than the temperature is going to be the Jets themselves, man. Just blew a big lead against uh, Pittsburgh, 2-0 lead in the third period. Florida's going to go in there and just beat the fucking wheels off. Give me a Florida puck line, you know, maybe regulation, maybe team total. It's tough to bet team totals against a good goalie like Connor Hellebuck, but yeah, I don't know. I'm liking Florida any way possible here. Yeah, I don't know if I can still fully trust the uh, Panthers on the road yet. They did have that six nothing win in Edmonton. That was kind of, kind of iffy early on. They they beat the Canucks two one in a shootout tonight. They fell behind three one to the Kraken. It's three three now after two periods. So they came back there. But yeah, Winnipeg's not good right now. Lost four in a row, three straight games with two goals. Had three goals before that. We look at a Winnipeg team total under here, or just or just look at Florida. I don't think they'll be maybe too big of a favorites here. So. Look at the Panthers on the road as they uh, continue their road trip. Uh, you said they lost three in a row? Winnipeg, right? Uh, Winnipeg's lost four in a row. Okay. All right. I thought they won a game recently. But uh, they, anyway, they should have They should have won today against Pittsburgh. <laughs> and they've, they've been deserving to win these games. Uh, they've been very close. Very close. And uh, I think they'll get it turned around. Maybe not this bite. You know, they're coming around off that long home a road trip. Uh, but you said, like yourself, uh, the Panthers on the road, not great. I might I might take the Jets as the dog here, just uh, depending on the line. Uh, Ehlers is, is out. I think he'll be out for a few weeks yet. He, he's on the injured reserve. So that's a huge loss. He's an underrated player for them. Uh, but the Panthers have a lot of injuries themselves. Um, yeah, I, I like the the Jets here as a dog, depending on the price, though. We'll have to see when the lines come out. But as of this time, I'm leading to the to the Jets, given what we've seen from Florida on this road trip and in previous road trips, because they are not the same team on the road as they are at home. Right on. Moving down to the 10 p.m. slot here. We got the Nashville Predators against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, game itself is in Seattle. I'm loving Nashville lately, boys. I'm glad I kind of have them as a sneaker little pick in our playoff prediction uh, little draft that we did here. Uh, on the road, too, they actually have a decent record. I was looking at it earlier. It is 13-7-3 on the road. Not bad. Seattle at home, 8-13-2, plus the Kraken are shit. Uh, give me the Preds here, man. Yeah, I've become a big Preds guy recently. Especially, I've always loved fading the Kraken, even even at home where they are where they are kind of better. I mean, just they're not a team you can really get excited about betting on. So, especially with Grubauer and that, even if he is uh, kind of coming around a bit, it's it's going to be Soros for Nashville. He's a nine two five save percentage. Grubauer has a point uh, eight eighty three save percentage. So, Nashville probably probably be a road favorites here. I'll I'll still take them. Yeah, as long as Charles is the net, I'll take the Predators to uh, Kraken are not a good team, even at home. Uh, yeah, not much else to say here. Yeah, I'm just looking at the Jets' schedule here. Is that Washington game. They lost 4-3. to three. I thought they won that game for some reason. Uh, so, yeah, that that's that's where I went wrong there. But, uh, yeah, as for this <laughs> game, <laughs> I had to correct myself, okay? <laughs> um yeah, so this game is this Predators down a roll. Uh, they're pretty good on the road this year. Uh, 
more um i know we've been saying every episode they're they're much better at home but they've actually got a decent road record as well uh they're number two in the division so uh we gotta start respecting the damn national predators uh fucking useless divers i don't, I don't really like that stuff, but uh <laughs> they're 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 getting better i guess <laughs> hey, tell us how you really feel holy shit <laughs> all right moving down to the last slate we got on the tuesday 10 p.m slot we got the edmonton oilers against the vancouver canucks game itself is in vancouver joel bring us home here bud what are you thinking well we got a uh, what fourth fifth stringers net here with the koskinen and whoever replaces uh di pietro once he gets COVID to for the canucks <laughs> um yeah, the Canucks are really banged up. The the problem with the over is maybe they don't have anybody left on the team to score goals. Uh, but at the same time, there's just going to be two bad goalies in that here. And the Oilers might get a little bit of a jump after scoring a few goals against the Flames. Uh, maybe their power play gets clicking again. They scored a couple against Calgary. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the over here. It's going to be high, most likely six and a half. But I, I still like the over. Uh, so I would bet that as soon as it comes out because it's only going to go one way. Because, uh, yeah, I don't think they're getting any of these goalies back in time for this game. And it doesn't matter who the Oilers put in net. They still give up goals. Yeah, the over is definitely going to be a look here. Possibly the first period over as well. But, uh, yeah, also the Oilers power play, best in the league still. Vancouver has the worst penalty kill in the league at 67%. So look for Edmonton to possibly gain that confidence like we were talking about before uh, during the news, news segment here. They, they got the win in Calgary. Koskinen got a few big save there. Could have, could have some confidence there as well. So possibly look at Edmonton. I'm not sure what the line's going to be here. But yeah, the over, I think, is the best play. I don't love saying it, but I kind of really like Edmonton in this game, man. You know, they they had that big win against Calgary. Uh, fun little stat here to Edmonton Oilers in division games this year. Their division record are 9-2-0. and Now, I know a lot of that was before they kind of had that shitty little slump, but uh, I kind of like that anymore. Now, Vancouver's 5-3-3, and so pretty respectable as far as the division goes. But uh, yeah, fuck, man. Give me the Oilers here. I'll, I'll, I'll combine the two. Edmonton team total over three and a half. I'll also be betting that because I do lean the Oilers way as well. Beauties, boys. Well, that finishes up our uh, Monday and Tuesday slate here, gentlemen. We can uh, we can jump into our current standings for our mortal locks, dogs, and totals. We're we're starting to get a little bit better, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Joel, take it away. Let me, let me yeah. mute this. <laughs> <laughs> So Talon with his three wins, he's up plus 3.35 units, bringing him down overall to minus 6.76. So he's climbing his way back up to even 500. Um, Ryan, on the other hand, down four units. I didn't have to do any math. I just look at our how much we stake in these games, and uh, that was easy. I didn't have to do any math at all there. Minus four units, so that brings him down to minus 15.65. Uh, and uh, what did I get? I got plus 4.08 units, so brings me up to plus 9.5. I got to start giving you some charity bets here, boys. Uh, (laughs) Got to spread out the love here. Uh, But yeah, that's where we are right now. Joel's mortal lock's gonna be fucking who's uh who's Arizona versus Pittsburgh or something shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll jump into the mortal locks, dogs, and totals for this show. Ryan, kick us off here, bud. You gotta change the tide a little bit. I'm sure you're gonna uh, do it yeah. this week. What do you got for us? Let's, let's do it. It's, it's the 2010 Flyers here. We're, we're down three nothing to the Bruins. We're we're coming <laughs> back. It's it's a long season. Uh, my lock is gonna gonna go with the Wild on the puck line minus one and a half, minus one thirty five against Montreal. They have they're averaging over four goals a game at home, only allowing three. Montreal's allowing almost four goals a game on the road, only scoring a little bit more than two. Minnesota finally gets kind of an easy opponent here. Montreal had that win against Dallas somehow, but they're not going to give it against Minnesota. Uh, my dog, I'm going to go with the Rangers on the puck line, plus 170 against the Kings. Kings on a back-to-back. I feel like if the Rangers win this, it's going to be by a, f- by a few goals. The Kings' last three losses were all by two or more goals, and the Rangers' three of their last four wins were by two or more. So plus 170 there I think is a good price. And my total, I'm going Golden Knights, Capitals over six. Uh, they're, they're two two teams that can kind of be high-scoring, even if they're, they're missing some players. Vegas has three straight overs. Washington, three of their past four. So at the six there, I think I'll at least get a push. For myself, I feel like I'm betting Dallas every freaking show, but uh, 
when these uh, odds makers keep putting up such juicy numbers from them, they're not respecting Dallas as much as I do. So I'm going to keep betting them. Minus 145, I think it's a great bet against the Flyers. Uh, they're a bad team. The Dallas Stars aren't. And they're fighting for something. The Flyers, who knows what they're fighting for. They should be fighting for a lottery ticket to get a top draft pick. But uh, Stars, they're playing for playoff lives. So all over the Stars here, minus 145. Much better team. I think that's a, a wrong number. My dog, a little less confident in this one. But I, I still like the, the Knights at plus 105 against the Capitals. Um, it's pretty much a toss-up game, in my opinion. I'll take the bit better number there uh, with the Knights. With is this this is conditional. I mean, if if Carlson gets announced in, maybe 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 don't bet. It depends on where the line goes from there. But as of right now, I'm assuming he's not in. So I will take the Knights at plus 105. And my total struggle to find a total in this one, so I just went to a side I like. So all over Boston here against the Ducks. Over three and a half goals, minus 115. They're scoring four goals a game a lot in the past few weeks. So, uh, yeah, I like that as well. And hopefully uh, John Gibson in the past few years doesn't show up and just totally goalie me. <laughs> I like that bet, buddy. I like that bet. Uh, jumping over to me here for my lock. I really like Washington Moneyline against Vegas here, going against Joel's dog, uh, paying off minus 125. Talked about it earlier. Caps are 12, 5, and 5 at home. And uh, Vegas is on the first night of a back-to-back where the second night they do have Carolina. So they might uh, might be shaking in their little Vegas booties a little bit. Their little night boots or whatever you call those things. Their little <laughs> armor. They're going to be shaking in them. Ting. Uh, <laughs> 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 for my dog, give me St. Louis on the money line versus Calgary. Uh, I think I talked about this earlier. I forgot what I said, but I like it. Give me the fucking blues. <laughs> Fuck the flames. They're boring anyways. Um, and then for my total... Uh, Rangers, LA Kings under 5.5, paying off minus 105. I don't love that it's a 5.5. If it was 6, I'd feel a little bit better about, but hey, potential for some good goalies here. shesterkin has been absolutely incredible this year, and John Gibson's coming back into his own a little bit too, like we said earlier. So that'll be, uh, that'll be my under 5.5 for New York and Los Angeles. All right, boys, well, that, uh, that pretty much wraps everything we got up here. Not a bad little Sunday nighter show. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be when you're looking for picks. You know, NFL has been a couple crazy games, and we're still going with playoffs here. NBA, college hoops, uh, golf's been firing it up. You know, MMA is a thing. Uh, <laughs> hockey, you know, that's it, man. Go check out everything at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Lots of cool fantasy insight there, too, right, for all the sports. So uh, definitely worth checking out. And, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Holy shit, join the Slack group. If you're not in the fucking Slack group, Get your ass in the Slack group. The place is buzzing, uh, especially when we run through these, you know, Tuesday picks where the line's not out. I guarantee you we'll all be posting our actual picks in the Slack group if you are looking for that information. So get your ass in there. Have some fun. Chat it up. Chirp a little bit. You know, call us names, whatever you want to do. But uh, join the fucking Slack group. Shout out to all of our pals in the Slack. Absolutely. Uh, I said, said the top of the show, we're growing here. We appreciate all you guys. Make sure you check us out on Apple at sg.pn slash hockey or Spotify at sg.pn slash hockey s. Leave us those five-star rating reviews. It really helps helps grow the show, helps get more listeners to us. So it helps us all kind of win some more money together here. Right on, guys. Well, my name is uh, Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you can find me celebrating the Bears Super Bowl, which is the Packers losing the playoffs every friggin' year. <laughs> guy's going to be drunk for about a week. <laughs> All right, peace. Mm-hmm.